So, what is going on tonight? Some of you know, and uh, you've, you've walked this walk yourself. This walk, you've walked yourself into this lovely pool that I am assured is here. And like you, I could not resist, if I had the chance, jumping in right this second. Uh, some of you uh, maybe are aware, you, you were baptised as a child like, like I was. And that may be something that's still very, you know, it's very precious to you. Uh, and you're here to remind yourself all about the significance of that. And you're using this time maybe as you celebrate with these candidates. You're also thinking about how you want to celebrate that's why we had that moment when I invited us to give thanks. You're celebrating your own story. Because for every one of us who are Christians, our baptism is the, is the starting gun, uh, officially, out loud. Stuff may have been going on for all kinds of periods of time before that starting gun moment. Or it may take quite a long time for, in a way, the race to feel like it begins. But baptism is the kind of starting gun on the whole of the Christian life. So some of us go to Vicar Factory and bishops bonk us on the head and say that somehow, but actually you don't need that to serve God. Baptism is the, is the starting gun on the Christian life and serving God. Maybe you're here thinking about that. Maybe you're here and you are wondering what on earth is going on. You, you know, this is like the worst wedding party that you've ever been to in a way you know you're the plus one and uh, everyone you, you just don't know what's going on you know you, can, you there are some odd uncles and some dodgy cousins you're trying to work out who they are I mean it feels like there's a kind of feast but the photographs are going on for a long 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 time aren't they before the action really starts uh, I, I love this uh, from a little website about sort of wedding d disasters. Uh, someone wrote in and said, my husband was in a wedding last year when the bride got trashed, did a little dance on the altar, spilled a rum and coke down her dress, did a face plant onto the dance floor. It was memorable, but not in a good way. <laughs> Maybe you're trying to read the signs. Some of the signs tonight are really direct and informative. Here's a direct and informative sign. Uh, I can tell you where the toilets are. But some signs, and here's another one, some signs contain deeper meanings, don't they? You know that they, they point to something else beyond themselves as a message that the sign is trying to give you. And actually being a human being means that we need those kinds of signs. We need both kinds in order to be able to work out what's going on. And there are gonna be both of those kinds of signs tonight, some direct and some simple ones. But also there are signs and symbols that have got more meaning to them. You know, kind of like what's going on in London at Grenfell Tower as people, as people bring some things that are direct and straightforward as signs of their love in the face of such a terrible thing. But other signs are more subtle. 
When you see a line of young people passing food and you you notice that those young people are different colours and cultures, different races, religions, you, you see that as a sign of something more. And that's true tonight. There are signs and symbols that we are going to use. There are words that we're going to use that point beyond themselves to a, to a deeper meaning. And of course, the problem sometimes can be that you can't interpret the signs. You don't know what's going on, do you? When I got married to Nikki nearly 30 years ago, uh, my best man managed to drop the ring when we had the uh, taking the ring photo. Yeah? So on our wedding video, uh, there is my best man. You can see there's Nikki standing in the door. This is the beautiful Nikki. Uh, standing in the door of the church and she's having her dress sort of sorted out like this. And you can see my best man, Mark, go past in the video and he's got one of those sort of kind of faces, you know, like this. And Nikki sort of goes, everything all right? And Mark goes, oh yes. And then in the background of the video, lovely bride being, there is Mark. This is safe, isn't it? Yeah. Um, There is Mark in the gravel looking for the wedding ring. And then there's a beautiful moment when a, when a, um, a parking guy, parking attendant comes along and through the gap in the church door between the dress and the door out in the car park, you can see, oh, what's going on? I've lost the ring. You've lost the ring? I've lost the ring. What, the ring? Yes, the ring. Yes. So the parking warden's looking for the ring and he found it. Mark had all but given up. Now, I'm in the front row of the church, okay, and Nikki has chosen the most obscure piece of music ever to kick off, okay, and I've got the job. I'm meant to hear the piece of music and stand up at the right moments that everyone else knows when to stand up. Every time Izzy, the organist back then, starts a new piece of music, I half stand up because is this the one? No, no. And my grandmother, who by now knows that we've lost the ring, because the best man has just done a runner, she's going, you can borrow mine, you can borrow mine. You can imagine all the people thinking, what is going on? But do you know what the good news tonight, the really amazing good news tonight, is that what we are celebrating tonight, the signs and the symbols, essentially are not one's that are inspired by human beings. They're not inspired by us. It's it's a natural, normal part of being human that we surround important things with ceremonies, and that happens in churches. But the really important thing is that what we're about tonight and the signs and the symbols that we're about tonight are inspired by God. And because they're inspired by God, to yes, use a religious word, because they are sacramental signs, they are outside signs of God's inside work. Because they're about God, he can tell you what they mean and what's going on. He can speak right into your heart. His love can connect with your soul and he can bring you spiritually alive he can help you 
read the signs of what we're about tonight. Because there's a story being told here. There's a story that's going to unfold before your very eyes. The Bible talks about baptism in in lots of different ways. One of the, the most powerful ways is about a story about dying to yourself. This is, this is strong language, isn't it? But we need strong language for the most important things in life. The Bible talks about this as being a dying to yourself and a rising to new life with God. And the story that will unfold for us here As these candidates go down into the water of baptism, says the Bible, and as they come up again, is the story of being made spiritually alive by God. Here's someone, uh, a book called Titus from the Bible, and it says something about this. We'll put put some words up. Can we put the Titus reading up? Let me just read these for you. Once we were foolish and disobedient. We were misled and became slaves to many lusts and pleasures. Our lives were full of evil and envy and we hated each other. But when God our Saviour revealed his kindness and love, he saved us. Not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He washed away our sins giving us a new birth and a new life through the Holy Spirit. He generously poured out the Spirit upon us through Jesus Christ, our Saviour. Because of his grace, that's this inside work, he made us right in his sight and gave us confidence that we will inherit eternal life. So the story is of God, our creator, the father. The whole world is one great big sign from God of his love. It's a story about God then coming to earth in Jesus, being revealed in Jesus, walking the earth, showing us himself. Of Jesus then knowingly and willingly allowing himself to be nailed to a cross. And that that action, even though we cannot explain it fully, that action washed away, wiped away all of the things that are a barrier between us and God. And then the story that we're sharing tonight is of God with us, as I've said once or twice already, the Holy Spirit, God with us now, God who works from the inside out. And there are three things that you might just notice or three questions that might come into your mind, whether this is the first time that you've been here or it's a long time since you've been here or you're feeling fully alive. Three things. The first is about belonging. Do you really have that deep, deep knowledge of belonging to God? Because that's the story that will unfold before of us, of a God who says, I am your perfect father. You belong to me. 
Yes, I am creator of the whole world. But you can call me daddy. And of course, Father's Day can be a difficult day for some of us. But whatever our experience of fathering, we know what it looks like when it is good. Do you know that you belong? Is that your sense that you have tonight? And then secondly, I want to ask a question about believing. Are you confident and do you feel strong in your, in your beliefs? You see, when this wedding ring was put on my finger, my dad, who married Nikki and I, said to us, you are now man and wife. That was legally true. But if Nikki and I had gone out of the door of the church in Eastbourne and walked in different directions, we would have been legally married, but it would not have been a marriage. The marriage is the day-by-day decisions. This ring, this sign, has its value in the beliefs that are expressed in the doing. Are you confident in what you believe? Would you like to ask God to help you believe more strongly tonight? See, there's no such thing as sometimes people try and say a sacred, secular split. There's there's no bits of our lives that God is not interested in. And when you go down into the water, when you are baptised, fully soaked, there's not going to be a little toe sticking out, you know, a little bit of the candidates that isn't going to be touched by God. The whole of them will be soaked Because God wants the whole of us. Have you just been going out with God? See, going out, living together and being married are different. Don't let anyone ever kid you that living together is good preparation for marriage. It's appalling preparation for marriage. Going out with people, living together, has a provisionality. Marriage has an intention to be together. We all know the realities, but the intention. Are you just trying to go out with God? Maybe live together for a little while? Or are you committed And thirdly and finally, baptism is beginning. It's a journey of faith. And whether the sign, the starting gun happens at exactly the right moment, exactly the first moment when you make the commitment, or whether it's a sign and a symbol that comes at some point on the journey, just like the wedding ring came on my finger at a point in a journey that Nikki and I had been on for a while and now continue on, it is nonetheless a sense of beginning. God wants to take you on an adventure. Are you going with him? These candidates tonight are going to, in the words that they will share in a moment and in the action that they perform in front, 
show you signs and symbols of a God who wants to know that you belong. Be confident in your belief in Jesus Christ and know that you are on a journey of faith with him. If you're not yet, if you're not yet there, well, what a time to start. Right now, right here. If you've been going out with God and not committed, what a time, right now, right here, to say, I'm not going to mess around with you, God, anymore. I commit myself to the adventure of life with you. When I walked that down that aisle, or Nikki walked down that aisle for us to get married, there were lots of things that told me that it was a good decision, but there was also lots of things that I didn't know. It was not a blind leap of faith to get married to Nikki, but it was a step of faith. Maybe you need to be ready. Right now, right here to take that step of faith. At the end of our time tonight, there'll be opportunities to pray together. Let's hear some stories of people who are belonging, believing, and beginning their journey.